Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM, let's create. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. The Volume. Welcome to the best of the Colin Coward podcast. Some great guests this week. Sixers head coach Doc Rivers, betting expert, new member of the Volume, Chad Millman. My buddy Doug Gottlieb talked big stories in college basketball. He was great. We're giving you all the highlights, but first, my takes of the week that was. Word came out that LeBron James is now part owner of the Boston Red Sox, also part owner of Liverpool in the English Premier League. It's part of the Fenway group. And a lot of people may be thinking, I mean, come on. How is he? Why is he? It's real simple. If you have a $500 million net worth plus, and LeBron is now closer to $900 million, where do you put your money right now? The stock market, the Dow Jones is over 32000 Commercial real estate, not with a Zoom culture, no thanks. Residential real estate, he just upgraded to a Beverly Hills home. A tech company, come on, ask an angel investor. One out of 10, maybe one out of 15 hit. But ask yourself, what will absolutely, for the world's richest people, be there in 20 years? Sports teams. Liverpool, Red Sox, Yankees, Lakers. This is what the richest people in the world with the highest net worth have discovered, and it is a frenzy to get into sports ownership. And it is not easy to get into baseball ownership, the ultimate old man's club. Mark Cuban turned away by the Cubs years ago. The reality is, if your net worth is big, the market is too hot, commercial real estate now scares people, 
residential real estate, how many homes can you buy? We're probably in a bubble. Tech companies, the smartest investors in the world swing and miss on 90%. Sports teams, here to stay. And their value only going up because of sports gambling and the visceral connection fans have with sports. That's only growing. Drew Brees retired. Drew Brees should be a model and an example for people that aren't superstars, which is, you know, all of us. Drew Brees had to go to Purdue. Drew Brees with a little short. Schools in Texas didn't scholarship him. Then he goes to San Diego and gets hurt. The Miami doctor and Nick Saban said no thanks. He goes to the decades of losing Saints, and finally he gets his kingmaker. And this is something I've told people my entire life. I've never met 30 years of broadcasting somebody with two traits that wasn't a big success. One is talent, and two is willfulness. Drew Brees, lots of turbulence, major injury, losing franchise, eventually dealt with the turbulence of Katrina in New Orleans. But in the end, grinding head down, you will find your kingmaker. You will, because everybody is seeking talent. And then Drew Brees also aged the way you're supposed to. He was good. Then he lost his fastball, couldn't throw deep. Then he needed multiple games off to finish strong. And then he sort of looked tired. That's when you should retire, and it's when Drew Brees retired. But he's, he's the classic prototype for overlooked injuries, bad franchise. But if you're talented and willful, you will find a kingmaker. You will. Everybody eventually does. If you put in the work and you stay aspirational. Shocker. News comes now that Anthony Davis of the Lakers will miss an additional three weeks. Like it. I love it. Anthony Davis was not built for 82 and 20 intense postseason games. And nobody brought him to L.A. for that. We don't want our quarterbacks throwing 65 times. You want him throwing 35 times, then handing off a lot. We don't want our running backs carrying the ball 45 times. Even in baseball, you don't want starting pitchers getting to 300 innings. You want them rested for the postseason. James Harden plays 82 games a year, and he looks washed by the second round of the playoffs. Had the Clippers won the title last year, load management would have been a load of crap. Nobody would have cared. I live in Los Angeles. I don't know anybody that works every day of the year. 50-60, then we head to the beach. Doc Rivers was an all-star for the Hawks in the 80s, coach of the year for the Magic 21 years ago, an NBA champ in 2008 for the Celtics, and then unceremoniously let go for the Clippers after last season in what was deemed a disappointing year, although favored most of the season to win the title. Doc Rivers now joins us. The issue I've always had with Simmons and Embiid is a fairly obvious one. Uh, Ben's not a perimeter player as much as he is a great closer at the rim. If Embiid clogs the rim, clogs the lane, this is why LeBron, by the way, likes his bigs to get out of the way because when LeBron loses confidence occasionally in his jumper, he wants to finish at the rim. Simmons is not a perimeter player. What is the con in your offense? Do you ever find conflict where, hey, we got to get Ben involved? Joel, I need you to move off. 
But Ben is involved because he has the ball all the time. What what we had to get is this narrative that Ben needs to be a three-point shooter. Uh, ben is too good at too many things, you know. Uh, and the other thing is, see, I've always looked at it. If you're a driver, there is room. Because if Joel Embiid is on the other block and I'm on the other block and I drive, we dare you to go help. If you help, you're leaving off of Joel's and B's and body. It's the same reason why Kobe and Shaq worked in, in some yeah. ways. They didn't work personality-wise, but they were worked as players because Kobe shot jumpers and all, but he was a driver as well. But when he drove, he knew they're not coming off of his body. And if they do, then I throw it up to him. It's the same thing with Ben and Joel. I just think I needed to show them why that did work. Uh, and now they, they believe that. And then for Joel on the other end, that's where it's tougher when you post Joel and they trap. We had to make Ben the, the cutter. That's a 6'9 guy cutting through the middle of the paint. Uh, if you take him, now you're leaving Danny Green, Seth Curry, or Tobias. So for us, I thought the most important part was making sense of why it worked. And then showing Joel in particular on the post, if they trap, this is what should happen. And it's been really good for us. And Joel, the one thing I will say about him, a lot of things, uh, because I didn't know him, Colin. I, you know, I talked to him in Africa, of all places. The only conversation I ever had with Joel and me was I was in Africa. Um, and we were talking. Um, was His IQ is incredible. And for a big to have his IQ is, is, is incredible. And it's good for our team. Chris Paul has been one of my favorite guards in the history of basketball. I know he's a pain in the ass sometimes, and he's tough on guys. He's very old school. He was old school at Wake Forest. Talk about super high IQ. Listen, when a guy has a real strong belief system like Chris, you can't coach him for 100 games and not battle. Did you and Chris have – I mean, he's just – you're both okay. strong-willed, smart yeah. guys. Yeah, but, but so did Rondo, and I'm good with that. Like, to me, let's talk. Let's Let's debate. Uh, you know, I have this debate and decide. All right. Uh, but you can't always be right, you know, and you have to want to get it right instead of being right. Thank you. So, uh, you, you know what I mean? And that's so yeah. important. Uh, and so me and Chris, we absolutely had, you know, I remember blowing a whistle one time and yelling, it's impossible for you to be right all the time. <laughs> and, 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 you know, he got mad at me. But then we move on. Like, it's funny. Like, we had this love-hate relationship, more love than hate. But it takes that. Like, it uh, it takes what it takes, Colin. It really does. And, and if you have to go through that battle to get on the right page as a coach, you better be willing to go through it or you're not going to get it right. And so, yeah. Uh, but he is, he is brilliant, uh, smart. Um, he is as competitive of, as any human being I've been around. And, you know, like Michael Jordan type competitiveness. Um, yeah. And so at the end of the day, for the most part, I always forgave him whenever we were on the wrong side of an argument because I knew where it was coming from. You know, it wasn't from lack of wanting to win. You know, and, and so, but but even him, you, you gotta at some point know, like, you can't be right. And and he, he got that at the end with me. I thought we had a pretty good relationship. For the most part, it went up and down. Uh, we have an amazing relationship now. It's funny how that happened. <laughs> uh, 
happens, how, how much basketball we talk now, we call. Um, but I think you learn that as a player, like, okay, I got to, even though I want to do this, what's good for the team may be doing something else and I have to give up, I have to give myself. Uh, and, and so I think like right now watching Chris, uh, watching Monty um, with Chris, I think that's what's going on. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Summer is heating up because your favorites are now together with Hulu on Disney+. Plus. On Disney+, Plus, uncover the mystery of shocking crime spree that pits a Jedi master against a dangerous warrior from his past in Star Wars, The Acolyte, now streaming, and on Hulu, Dive into fresh drama with a new season of The Kardashians. Now streaming, Hulu on Disney Plus, available with a Disney Bundle subscription. Terms apply. Visit DisneyPlus.com slash Hulu for details. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We decided at the Volume Sports, we wanted best of class. We wanted to bring in people that we thought were unique, passionate, and gave a take that was better than anybody else in their field or their genre. And so we put our heads together about six months ago and said, how do we get Chad Millman? Lucky for us, he'd been drinking heavily the weekend we offered, and he decided to sign a paper. It may be his signature. I can't tell. But we're calling it his signature, and Chad Millman joins us. You know, this is why I like guns. I've seen, I've seen Gonzaga play three or four times. Mark Few is one of my best friends in sports. Is that with a lot of the more talented teams out, Gonzaga, to me, was the best offensive team I saw. Regularly scored mid-90s. 
did not feel like they were exerting a great deal of energy. Now, you can say, what about their conference? But they played the Big 12 twice and went 2-0. and I don't feel with sort of the, you know, the, college basketball is the apartment complex of sports. Nobody really wants to be there. The talented people want to play in the NBA. <laughs> so yeah, everybody that's in an apartment com- complex would like to own a home or at least a condo. And so with a lot of those players, after a year, jettison college basketball, go to the NBA. That I do feel the offensive gap between Gonzaga and most of the field is more extreme this year. That I always feel like there's seven or eight teams, multiple NBA players. They can run up and down the court. I'm not sure who the second best offensive team is. And I'm not a blank or the field guy. But I would be surprised if Gonzaga is not in the final. Am I, do I sound like a like a dull, dullard, a, a dim gambler with that take? No, not at all. In fact, to me, uh, I've been having this debate with people nonstop the past couple of weeks. Gonzaga is so far and away the best team in college basketball right now. A couple of things that you bring up. Number one, the conference. They beat really good teams this year. Like, it's not like they didn't play anybody. It's not like they spent the whole season in the middle of like the state of Washington, just playing Eastern Washington, right? Like they are a really good team. And you mentioned Mark Few. To me, what I'm looking for, whenever I'm looking for teams to bet on in the tournament, I'm thinking about the final four. I'm thinking about give me teams where coaches have been around for a while. So there is growth in the program. There is evolution in the program. They have become so good at building what they are trying to create. They are getting the people in there that know how to play their system. Number one, number two, Gonzaga this year, more than any other year, they've got a great mix of upperclassmen who can score. You mentioned the offense, but now they got Jalen Suggs. And Jalen Suggs is a transcendent talent for them, unlike anything they've had. And I think that is a massive game changer for them. So you're getting a combination of the program that's been around forever, a great coach, the mix of upperclassmen and underclassmen who are transcendent. To me, I would do a Gonzaga or the field because to me, I have Gonzaga going to the finals. I have Gonzaga winning it all. I do think it gets very interesting in the other brackets and I do think, like you mentioned, you mentioned uh, offense. You could argue that the next best offenses in college basketball in the tournament right now are Colgate, Oral Roberts, <laughs> and Ohio. Like that's how, that's like the, how different and sort of how level the playing field is in college basketball. Let's segue to something we both love: the NFL. Okay. I don't like Ryan Pace, the GM of the Bears, and I say that because my contacts in the league have questions. So I told the story on um, my TV radio show when this airs yesterday. You have to be careful of the discussions you allow yourself to be in. So about 30 years ago, I moved to Vegas. I was single, had some money, was hanging with guys who were single, had some money. And this one guy, Mark, I really like, said, hey, I want to go to lunch tomorrow with some of my buddies I want to talk about a business opportunity in about 30 seconds into it I said that's not a business opportunity that sounds like a pyramid scheme no thank you I said a I don't want to go to prison b I like you and if you start saying things in that meeting that disgust me then I won't like you and c I want deniability so if in 10 years you go to prison I can say I have no idea what happened so I said, I'm, I'm not going to lunch. I don't even want to be involved in the discussions. 
And I segued that into the Chicago Bears. When you allowed yourself to not only get into the Russell Wilson discussions, but that you didn't deny them when they went public, and then you land Andy Dalton, that's promising your family two weeks in Honolulu over Christmas and then giving them a weekend at a state park. You built up your fan base, and now today Bears fans are, this. we got Andy Dalton with limited skill people. I thought it was a horrible 24 hours, 48 hours for the Bears. You love Chicago, have lived there. Your thoughts? I am beside myself if I weren't already beside myself, meaning I have been so disappointed in this team since they traded up, up to get Mitch Trubisky. And I like it's hindsight is 2020. Obviously, so many people I know felt this way when Mitch Trubisky was drafted. Deshaun Watson was a miracle as a quarterback in college. And and there are so many studies about what you look for as a, as an analyst, when you are drafting someone to come into the NFL, to be your franchise quarterback chief among them, how many games have they played in college? You get that you get someone who, you know, is going to be effective if they have been effective in that position, right? Was anybody more effective than Deshaun Watson? Like, it's just astonishing to me that they decided he was not worthy of being the guy. They had to go be geniuses and find someone like Mitch Trubisky, who they felt had like unrivaled talent. And he's been terrible. I also think, look, like Matt Nagy as a coach has just not been very good. And you could go back to the year that they had the double doink and the team was advancing and looked like they were doing okay. He made terrible coaching decisions and did not put the ball in the right people's hands at the right time and did not show faith in the people who could win them games. So this has been a cluster of bad decisions and hubris and ego. I am like the fact that they kept Pace and Nagy this year on a one-year deal and did not renew them to me, is ownership saying, we know the fans are suckers. We don't care. They're going to keep coming back. They're going to keep signing up for season tickets. They're going to keep buying the PSAs because we don't want to have to extend these guys and show faith that might allow them to get more players because then we got to start paying more coaches like because we're going to have to fire them. So instead, they're throwing in the towel under the year and we're getting bad decisions and bad quarterbacks. That's my take on it as a Bears fan. All right, Doug Gottlieb's coming on the show. Perfect guest for the selection show on Sunday. He made the tournament three times, Elite Eight with Oklahoma State in 2000. Knows as many people as connected as anybody I've ever met in the sport. Doug Gottlieb, the Dugger, now joining us. So I think it's pretty interesting that Rick Patino got in and Louisville didn't. You've been telling me for years Patino's the best college basketball coach you've ever seen. For the layman, for somebody that likes college basketball or likes basketball, but, you know, doesn't want to break down inbounds plays, what separates him? What separates him from other good coaches? Okay, well, when I say that, it's a little bit loaded in, I think he was ahead of so many trends in basketball. Okay? The... What what's taken over the NBA in college basketball? The three point shot. Who is the who is the first guy at a high level to truly embrace the three point shot? Rick Pitino. Okay, when he went to Providence, his second year. Then he went to the NBA, did the same thing. Remember, it was it was success for the most part with the Knicks. They just tried to press, and he couldn't press. So uh, he he embraced the three point shot before everybody else. When he was the the way the way he recruited at Kentucky, 
was a little bit ahead of the curve. And when he left Tubby Smith, another national championship. Unbelievable recruiter and builder of elite talent and also a guy who was willing to take a one-and-done or a two-and-done or whatever. But he, he was a head coach who we'd seen head coaches recruit before, but not with the type of energy you saw from Rick Pitino. Then when he goes to the Celtics, they were the first ones to tank. Right? Remember they tanked for yeah. the pick that became Tim Duncan. They had two lottery picks. Neither of them ended up with the number one pick. They tanked to get Tim Duncan. Didn't happen. And he struck out in his draft picks. Um, he, he was, when he's a Providence, he's been a nut in terms of conditioning. He was one of the first to play small ball in terms of smaller players at bigger positions. So I, it's not necessarily something in terms of X and O specific. It's just he takes Providence, he puts them in a, in a Final Four. He goes to Kentucky, they become the best program. He goes to Louisville, and they, they become the national champion. At Louisville, you know, who had, he, they'd been there before, but the consistency and the way in which – and he, by the way, was he was taking a little bit lower-level recruit than he was at Kentucky and guys that would stay longer. Um, and, and, you know, he, everywhere he's been outside of Hawaii for a year, he's been in the tournament. Now he's at Iona for like five minutes. He's in the tournament. He's unbelievable. So that, that would be my argument, the ability to do it different places to be ahead of trends. Um, you know, he's, he was a guy who was ahead of, you know, how you play against zones, the high ball screen action, some, some of the different nuanced stuff. But basically, he's been successful everywhere, staying ahead of everybody else. Yeah, he's, he's your classic business early adapter. He finds stuff. He sees it. He's not a prisoner to old ways. He's the early adapter. So he's got Iona in. When you, If I said to you, crystal ball, what does college basketball look like in five years? Are you optimistic? Uh, optimistic in terms of what? Like, it's not going away. It's just going to become college baseball with a lot more hype. That, that's that's my and and what does that mean? That means guys that are three, four, five year guys, right? Grown men, and some guys that make themselves into tremendous players. But you know, for a long time, some of these coaches were like, let's do the baseball rule. Well, congratulations, you're probably going to get it. You know, the problem with college baseball is nobody knows anybody who plays college baseball. So I, I still think the magic of the tournament and the bracket, and like, look, I would have uh, 15 years ago when we became friends. And you said college basketball is trending the way of a one-month sport, and I want to fight you right there in in uh, uh, the bowling alley in Bristol, Connecticut. Right? Remember, we went out for drinks. Yeah. You said, "Look around." Right? This is everybody else on a Friday night, and and, and so um, and you were right. It it is trending the way of a one-month sport, and so I think it's a better version of college baseball in five years with better uniforms. There's a lot of good history with it. It's good on TV. And the cable networks and even the new, you know, all the new streaming networks, they're going to need volume programming. So it's not going anywhere per se. But I do think that in terms of popularity, the, the golden days are gone. And I don't see a way, unless they work some deal with the NBA, who doesn't appear to want to do a deal with them. I, I, I would guess it, it becomes a college baseball type model where guys go right away or they got to stay three years. And those guys that stay three years are good players and they build up reputations for themselves. But uh, but the NBA has kind of taken over Saturday nights in the in the winter, uh, being on ABC and on ESPN. So it's, you don't have those same game of the nights. I think it trends the way of, of college baseball.
That wraps it up for the week. We're heading into another big week here at The Volume. Make sure to subscribe and follow us at The Volume Sports on Twitter and Instagram. The Volume. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.